missed one. <laughs> I, I mean, after three quarters, unimaginable. Nobody. Certainly not Bobby Manning. Whoever could have seen this coming? What did I say? I'm, all right, I'm going to gloat a little. What did I say when the Celtics were down ten? This game's oh, over. You, Toronto doesn't this know game's it. Over. This game's over in the other direction. Okay? Over this People afternoon. don't know it yet, but the yeah. Celtics are going to win this game. <laughs> People, the, the world, everyone doesn't know it yet, but the game's already over. No, I think you said. I think what you said was this is this is going to be an awful loss for the Raptors. Yeah, it, and it was. And honestly, I got the hard hat on for a reason. I put it on after Game One when the Celtics beat the Sixers because I knew the series was over, and I've got it on after Game Two, Celtics Raptors, because this series is completely over. Yeah. When you, when, uh, when when the Celtics play the way they did for three quarters. And, and they played bad. They played bad basketball. It showed me that they only need to play just just, just good enough to beat this Raptors team, and they did. I mean, yeah, they need five straight three-pointers from an unconscious Marcus Smart in the fourth quarter. But the point is, when you're the Raptors and you're giving it everything you've got and you only have an eight-point lead to show for it in the fourth, and then you blow it immediately, and then you lose this game, you're down 2-0, you gave it your best shot, the Celtics played like crap, you're done. Yeah. Celtics this was a game on. the Celtics were like, go ahead and beat us, okay? And then... It was going to be annoying because it would be a winnable game, but the Celtics basically go ahead and beat us today, and it and it still didn't happen. Josue, yeah, no, that's definitely what it was. And the Marcus Smart threes, like let's give Toronto a little bit of credit. I mean, no. I mean most teams. Yeah, no, John, I won't. Get get him out of here. Get him out of here. Team, God, 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 I have the power. I can press a button. Mute and his God. ass. Hear me <laughs> out. Sixteen <laughs> points in five minutes, and you still didn't have a blowout. You yeah. still weren't up. What were, what were they up by? Two points. Toronto stayed in it, but this is the mistake that Toronto did, right? And this is what we talked about before the series even started. When it comes down to wire, if the game is tied or whether it's a two-point game, whatever the scenario is going to be, who's going to get the ball? What's the end result? Fred Van Fleet just chucks one up when they, when you have Fred. a time to use? Yeah, Come and on, let's guys. talk about that. I mean, You sure. can give props to the Celtics, but the Celtics at the end of the day, I mean, yeah. they could have went the other way. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't think that was a bad decision, but it expo- exposes the flaw in Toronto that we're seeing and that they don't have a half-court That game. they're not as good at they, basketball as the Celtics, that flaw? <laughs> they want to yeah. be out on the run. They want to be moving. And I'll give them credit. They were able to get downhill. They were able to move the ball the way they want to in this game. And you guys are right. It's still not enough. 99 or 96 – or 99 in the end, right? That they, Jimmy called it 102 wins this, you know, but um, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. And the Celtics uh, even tried to the get it back to them like three different times in that final two minutes. I mean, the Celtics did everything they could to lose it. In the, they in did. There. And they did. So up eight, up six in that five, when they were in that five, six, eight range, they had a couple of possessions where they could have put the thing away. Then you right. had the, I mean, fine. You want to call that on Tatum, I guess, you know, he, he it's, he didn't the need NBA to do it. Tech. Today's NBA. But that NBA tech, look, I'm going to put that on Tatum. I look, I hate the you can't call that. If you're going to call that a tech in the first quarter, it's a tech in the fourth. I'm not a fourth quarter rules guy. So Tatum's got to have enough maturity to not throw a fit when he clearly fouled the guy. It feels like feels like a BS reaction. call, but honestly, have some discipline there. You know, yeah, like yeah. He, he's, he's, he's got to chill. He's got to chill with the refs. He spends, yeah. he spends five, eight seconds of every defensive possession looking at the ref and chirping. He's got to get rid of that, okay? Because it is be what careful. it is. Refs huh? are looking for it now. They're quick with it on him because he complains all the damn time. I was talk- talking about this with a couple of buddies earlier today. Dan, yeah. my buddy Dan's watching. Shout out Dan. He said, doing you know, it all Tatum's going to stop. Tatum's going to stop that. And, and he, he got busted. And it almost, almost cost him big. That was, that was a five-point swing. Well, and also it made – sure, the foul is fine. But then even that one point makes it from a three-point to a four. 
let me four point to a three point game. So you're in all of a sudden. And again, okay. that that changed the complexion of things. So that could have been bad. The Marcus Smart thing again, they couldn't catch a break there, you know, but none of that stuff ended up mattering in the end. In Toronto, they're going to be talking about the no timeout thing, like Marshawn Lynch should have run the ball, you know? Um, because, <laughs> what was going on with that? Again, it's like, I hate that. I know, Bobby, you said it's fine. Live by the sword. I thought that was the time. right play. There I are thought that was the right way to go. Oh, but no, at the end Bobby, of the day, you do that Fred, and you have Fred you have Van Fleet. Leonard on your team, man. Fred, you don't do that with these guys. Yes, Fred, exactly, Josue. Fred Van Fleet, ice cold, shooting a rainbow three over the top of Jason Tatum, who has a seven. It, yeah, they didn't. They didn't get the right play out of it, but it was the right. But idea that's what happens when you out. don't call a timeout. You end up yeah. with whatever you get. Right. That's the whole point. That probably would have been better than what they would have gotten the fourth uh, half court the way it was going. Maybe I, and then I you look set it up for the Celtics to foul and, and and change that too. And and with four or five seconds left, Celtics foul there. It becomes a little free throw situation so yeah either way we agree they blew it and this yeah. was brutal this was a horrible collapse from toronto you look at og following two three-point shooters down the stretch siakam stepping out of bounds going under that tatum three-pointer on the screen and then larry a bad turnover late too that led to that breakout score for kemba uh, they they were a horrific mess in that fourth quarter i thought they won the first three quarters and then they played as bad as they possibly could have in the fourth you know what they gave marcus smart those shots too and that's what I said before the series. Those were going to be there for the taking for him. I thought he hit tougher ones than they would normally contest. He was a few steps behind the line on a lot of those. Yep. And, man, that was as good as a Marcus Smart game as we've seen. That might be the best one yet. And we've seen some good ones. He saved their ass today. Yeah, I mean, he did. I, I, we and it was so it. fast. That was the thing. It was it was five. a nine-point nine game, and they're like, tie game. It was it was like that. Boom, 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 five. boom. Who does that? Who yeah. does that? It's yeah, Marcus Smart. Whenever Marcus Smart does this, too, because we've seen him in the past, right? We've seen him do three in a row, four in a row. But, I mean, we never see it coming, though. Like, he could go 0 for 10 and then make five in a row, and we're like, okay, yeah, that's just Marcus Smart doing what he usually does. Yeah. Well, Great. the amazing yeah. thing was he did it. He did exactly the same thing he did last game. Is the first first shot three pointer, and he makes uh -huh. it. And you're like, oh, it's a Marcus game, and then he just <laughs> he has eleven. He has eleven threes in two games. But he did that, and then he kind of disappeared until the fourth, and then boom, it comes back. So I mean, that was incredible. Kemba too. You know, we got to give Kemba a little credit because his fourth quarter was excellent, strong, oh, no finishing, question. still going to the basket. Uh, the step back again, pulling that out when we have concerns about his health as we did early in this one is is very important well, and Kemba you know he's had he's had a, he had a few games like this where he had nothing but a fourth quarter and he didn't necessarily pour it on in the fourth quarter but he showed up and they needed it we were saying it in our in our chat leading up to it it couldn't just be a it just be yeah. Tatum only game you know it could be Tatum kept you afloat through three quarters but then you had to get something else you needed other people to show up and then boom Marcus comes in Kemba comes in and again I think this could have if the Celtics didn't waste a few possessions, hit a couple of makeable shots, they could have blown this thing into a 12-14 point game and walked away in that fourth quarter. That's that's the way it was trending. Celtics kind of let them, Celtics, right. Celtics let them creep back in. They they blew a couple of chances to stretch that lead to a point that Toronto was finished. No question. So. And that's the formula that the Toronto Raptors, that's a formula for a win for the Toronto Raptors because I'm telling you, you don't want to get into the end of the game late, late in the stretch where, you know, Celtics, you know, having the momentum down the stretch, I just think they don't have those guys that are going to say, hey, give me the ball. I want to make the big shot. Where was Siakam asking for that ball? You know, he's watching Fred Van Fleet. Well, again, this should have been a timeout. Huge mistake by Nick Nurse there. Yeah. At the same time, though, like, 
do they have guys like Kemba and Tatum? No, they have other guys that can win games for you. But when it comes to the Toronto Raptors, they're going to beat you up in the second half like they did with the Celtics. But they need that steady seven, eight-point lead down the stretch to close yeah. you up. And you're looking at Ganobi. You know, you're looking at guys that, like, it's great to those get those guys that can go off, right. It's great to get those contributions, but they're not going to go off, and they're not going to be there when you need them. And you're right. In that close game, who's your guy there, you know? Thought everybody the- collapsed on that team. Yeah, Larry was okay late. Gasol follows out. Ibaka doesn't step up. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah but it, they didn't. They didn't have anybody to step up. Yeah. Oh, it I, would have been Van Fleet, and he couldn't get it done. Tatum jumps on him, and this is the thing about Tatum too. And he was phenomenal in this game. I know everybody here want to talk about the offense, but defensively, he why steps you think up that's any... all we can think of, Bobby? We can't see defense. You're, you're the only one sophisticated enough to be able to see that he plays. You got to talk about the things nobody's talking about, and nobody talks about Tatum's defense. Everyone uh, talks about Tatum's defense. You know what? The only thing people talk about more than Tatum's defense is people not talking about Tatum's defense. That's probably yeah. the number one topic. Yeah, no, and that was, I mean, he he ran right to Van Fleet on that final possession. That was smart. Uh, He he did a lot of good things in this one. Him and Tice combining on that block. I I thought Jalen Brown, too, defensively late. That huge stop on Siakam can't go unmentioned. And he didn't have the greatest game in the world, but that was a massive play. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Also, too, though, the rebounding and the bigs. I know we're going to have our Robert Williams segment, so we might as well just have it right now. (laughs) Dude, the energy, are you kidding me? This guy comes in and all points aside, those 10 points in what, like seven minutes? Just look at the energy, like the eye test. Like the team just is just different when he's out there. And you can see the Toronto Raptors look, I don't want to say they're different, all right. But they're a little like, wait, who is this guy? Right. It's like an alien, you know? Like, I don't understand this guy, you know? (laughs) They, Uh, They struggled. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, we we always think of the great things he does, and I heard Doris going crazy about him too. She loves him. Yeah, oh, she really does. yeah. And she was basically saying like, "The time lord, not the dog on Tice, but I like this guy better." You know? Yeah. Well, I disagree with that because you know Tice has been phenomenal. I I don't think you take away from Tice by saying that Robert Williams has been great. No, but the likes, energy there is something difference there with the energy. There's energy, yeah. but there's there's bad plays too. I'd say he's a slight even at this point because he had a turnover. He went flying on his back, almost yeah, knocked yeah, himself yeah. out of the game. And you know, I see him jogging back on defense too. I I, I wasn't super impressed tonight. You know, you 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 you're you definitely get dazzled. You get dazzled by the line, you know, the five of five, and he makes that jumper too, and he's like athletic. But I thought he played a sloppy, you know, I, I, I yeah, agree it was with sloppy. Bobby. It was a, a sloppy game, which is which is par for the course. But you're right. Um, he was Jimmy. You can't hear me. No, I can't now. You can now. Okay, good. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I, oh, sorry, Jimmy. You were saying we're, we're we're poking a time lord a little bit, but you can have your say here. Yeah, no, I thought that in the first half he was, or in that first quarter, he was huge for them. Um, They they needed somebody aside from, well, Jalen Brown was fine in the the first half, but they need somebody aside from Tatum to carry them. In that fourth quarter, it was Marcus Smart. So I I know we're talking about uh, Time Lord now, but we were all saying, you know, somebody besides uh, Tatum has to step up here in the fourth, and it was Smart. But prior to that, I thought, you know, I, I, I thought Time Lord did his thing. And let's not, let's not make Time Lord into something that he isn't. I mean, he's a serviceable big off the bench, and I think that's what you're going to get out of him. When you expect him to be more than that, then you might find yourself a little bit disappointed. But he can still roll to the rim. He can still throw it down. He can still chop block president. He can still rebound. He's still slow on defensions. And, you know, he still has plenty of work to do there. But I think yeah. that he, you know, he gives you what you need in spurts. And that's pretty yeah, much what he, he, and Tice, 
He and Tice make a formidable duo, and they give you yeah. a little. They give you both give you a little different look they out there. Do, but offensively, other than the rim running, you're basically looking at what here. You know, I mean, he catches the ball top of the key, and he just turns around. and He can't wait to hand it off to somebody. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. so it is a little limiting when he's out there for sure. But I mean, it it's part of the Robert Williams experience. Yeah. That's that's not right. What right, exactly. No, no, I, I, just, go I, ahead, I, just I don't want to forget the fact that, like, the second unit, man, like, you need that kind of energy. Like, in this mere presence, I just think, again, stat line aside, like, they need someone to come off the bench that could help sort of stop the bleeding, so to speak. And that's exactly what they need in that first quarter. I'm not saying that Robert Williams, if it wasn't for him, that the Celtics don't win the game. But they would have been trailing by a lot more points heading into halftime or throughout that second quarter if it wasn't just for him. Wait, I don't think it's crazy to say it because, honestly, you needed – you needed the flash from all the people when you got it because you didn't get a complete game from everybody. And that was that's why I think it was important here. You needed Time Lord in that in that first quarter in, in, yeah. into the second there to be who he was. Uh, you needed Marcus at the beginning of the fourth quarter. You, you needed the fractions of games mm-hmm. that people played tonight because that's what put together the whole of what was a really incomplete performance. So I think Time Lord really kept them alive. And that, I mean, we were joking about it on the on the thread too. Like this right. is. The, this is the Time Lord game. I, I, the I'll say this about him: different if he didn't offer what he offered in that in that first half. He, he scores quickly, and it's not the efficiency. He's seventy three percent shooter, which is amazing. But we, like, if he's in there ten minutes, he could put up ten points in ten minutes, which I find so incredible. The the flurry at which he puts the points on the board. He's almost a bench scorer in a way, which you wouldn't think of him the way he plays. But he he makes the most of those minutes in terms of scoring. Right. Yeah. Took a little jumper too. Yeah, that was that he was did. unbelievable. Top of the key. Everybody lost their. That was uh, Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Twitter almost. That almost shut down Twitter. Yeah, the clock <laughs> was at like two. Yeah, no choice. I know, but still, <laughs> <laughs> he, he did it. So again, we going to pass that thing off. Yeah, I will say this: we we haven't, unless I missed it. Did we mention Kemba at all? Because uh, a little dicey there. Uh, a three and a half. Three and a half. Fourth, yeah, very dicey play, but. Then turns into cardiac Kemba, you know, that drive to the hoop, step back to freedom, Drano. It was a massive shot. It was one of the biggest shots of the game. I mean, again, it's all a matter of you always talk about surviving that game. You know, you had that crap Tatum game, you know, in the first round and they survived it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then you survived the crap uh, 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 Kemba game. It's again, it's, you know, Jimmy, it's what we've been talking about this whole time. The Celtics can play, it seems an average game against Toronto and win. Uh, And Toronto has to play a really, really, really clean game. And we haven't seen it yet, but it also could be very much because the Celtics don't, aren't going to allow it. Again, the matchups right now just look like the Celtics can slog their way through a game, have Marcus Smart in two minutes, erases everything you did bad in three quarters, (laughs) and then they just win. And that's basically what happened, you know? It was just not game plan for that. They showed up for three quarters, didn't do a ton, and then Marcus was like, bing, bing, bing. All right, we're tied. Let's play now. And then they just kind of they started running with it. So And if if Marcus Smart doesn't do that and the Celtics lose it, I'm just I'm pretty much just saying the same thing. I'm saying the Celtics play like absolute crap tonight. Yeah. And they barely lost. And, you know, if they can just play okay basketball, they should be fine for this series. I want to talk to that fraud Bobby Manning. Is he going to change his pre- series prediction yet? Oh, because Bobby's one of the smart like, analyst type guys who's going to keep telling us Toronto's good all the way to this. At the, even at, after yeah. this, yeah. Win four nothing, we're still going to be hearing about how Toronto's really good at what, Bobby? I, I they thought they have won. <laughs> I thought they played a, yeah, I thought they played a game that they could have won here. And, 
the brutal well, yeah. collapse is what, it, yeah, it makes it makes me <laughs> makes me definitely turn my head a bit. Yeah. Listen, this team's half-court offense has been despicable, and they got a few good things rolling with Gasol here. They've eaten up Van Fleet, and you see his size is an issue. They're throwing bigger guys at him, and he can't get anything to go from three-point three point range, three of 12. And then you take those two guys out, and all you really have left are those Pascal post-ups, which are good, but they're unless you get an one there, you're not getting a ton of points out of those OG cuts. He played about as good as he could here. Yep. And you know what? I'll say this. We overrated their bench, or I did. Everybody did, talking about the 100 points and stuff. Serge Ibaka has been good. Will Powell has been bad. Serge Ibaka has been Terrence Davis has been a no-show. Yeah, they get nothing off their bench. We all overrated it. And I think, I mean, we didn't overrate Toronto, but again, we we the whole time we justifiably gave them their proper due because sure. against everybody but the Celtics, they've been unreal. But there's something here. That again, it was whatever it is. I mean, you know you, what it is. It, it, team, you never watched them play anybody else. You would think this was a very ordinary team. You, you, you know would. what? You know what it is. Honestly, they're probably miles better defensively than a lot of other teams they run into. And defensively, the Celtics are right there with them, and they can just bash heads with them. And they have the offensive makeup to make up for that. And Toronto doesn't. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to. Nick see- Nurse is being out coached. Mr. Yeah. Coach of the Year. Needs yeah. Nick, sure Nurse. Nick Nurse needed a medic on that last play there. I don't know what oh, was geez. going on. Yeah. He, <laughs> I want, I, he, I he leaves it up to Fred Van Feet. Fred Van Feet. He's got feet for hands. The guy forgot how to shoot. He was like their best player today, man. <laughs> he still ended up like six for 18 or something. I mean, did you ever think that Fred Van Fleet was going to hit a shot today? Because every time I went in, I was surprised. He stunk in game one. He wasn't dependable here in game two. Yeah, he had a couple big shots, but Overall, I mean, I can't imagine if you're the head coach of the, if you're the coach of the year, I still don't understand why you'd, why you'd want that rush to play. I just don't. No, I still say the biggest mistake don't. you made was was down the stretch. Like, why do you not call a timeout? Like, you don't have yeah. killer out there to close out the game. You have to design a play for this for these guys. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you don't like to leave a timeout on the board in general. If you take it earlier and then you leave it there, it's one thing. I didn't hate the move, but. You know, I guess you can't argue against the results. Celtics have a little bit of a... Would all you guys be shocked if the the Raptors tied this series in the next two games? All right. Yes. You know where I stand on it. I almost don't even need to do these shows anymore. I could just play a recording. (laughs) (laughs) And I, you, you guys know me. Jimmy knows me better than anybody. I'm the least homer you're going to find. Yeah, I'm. I'll never trump we'll it. How it is. I'm, I'm not one of the Jay Crowder all stars. Okay, you know that's but, me. That's not me. Okay, it's not me. I, if I Mr. see it, Al Horford in the back. If I see it, I'm like, this is a dead ass team. And if that's what I I thought, but I'm looking at this and I don't see it. I just I and- don't see it. And that's what we said last year about last year's team, last year's Celtics team. We said this is the team is a dead man walking. These guys have no life to them. They're just sort of sludging through here, and they're just eventually yeah. going to lose. And that's we exactly what happened. Yeah. We knew it. And we this it. Celtics team, they're playing. Bobby, this isn't going to show up in your number crunching, but the Celtics are playing with a little bit of a playoff swagger. They get some confidence going with right now. They and do, the Raptors, especially the Tatum. The Raptors look flat. The Raptors are flat. The, the Raptors look like a team that's just tired, you know? Yeah, I've had to think about it for a few minutes, but you got me. I don't know where Toronto goes. Their transition game's dead. That's they the don't thing. have a front man. 
They yeah. don't have anywhere to go. You can. I heard Zach Lowe talking about putting Gasol on Smart. That would have been a disaster today. Yeah, and Gasol, Gasol just follows out of this. Yeah, yeah. Gasol's like, ready to yeah, go. They got, they, they got nowhere to hide as a team. I still think they could play a bit more Ibaka because Ibaka's been phenomenal. 7-12 yeah. in this one, drilling shots in the last one. They, they got to go small, run their ass off, and just play small with the Celtics out there. They can't play any more Gasol. That's the only hope left. That's but what we thought they going to do this game. And I get you know, Gasol. Yeah, they're slow. Yeah. They're yeah. slow to adjust. They want to stay. And I heard Nick Nurse talking on Tuesday or Monday, whatever it was, on the off day. And he's saying, we're going to keep posting up Siakam. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep doing that. There wasn't a big – I and others thought he was going to have a you know forecast of um, adjustment mind going into this one, and he didn't change all that much. He, he really didn't. Well, you saw yeah. a lot of that in the first quarter, Bobby, though. Remember? Siakam, has, he had it going a bit. He had a little bit of a rhythm. It seemed like him and Jalen were going back and forth, and it looked like both coaches liked that matchup. And you saw Jalen getting into it as well. But then Toronto just do what they usually do. They get everyone involved, and that's just sort of been – you know, what makes what has made them successful all year long. So it's tough for, for Siakam or at least for the Raptors to pick their pick their spots and say, okay, Siakam, here, you know, give us 12 in this first quarter or whatever the case may be. 17 from Siakam? Side. I mean, he's yeah. not impressing me at all. I mean, 6 to In 16. 43 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he took 16 shots. I mean, that's got to go up. Maybe not by a whole lot, but, you know, somewhere around 19 or 20. That's – that's always been my thing with them. And I thought that we were going to see the Siakam game today. We could see it in game three, though. I mean, the Raptors, listen, yeah. Nurse Nurse knew how important this game was. He had three of his guys go over 40, um, you know, pretty much had five guys, almost five guys go 40 minutes. I mean, they knew this was a must-win game, and they did everything they could. At the end of the day, it wasn't enough. And they're honestly not even real knocking to them. I mean, I gave the Raptors all the all the respect in the world going into this series. It just feels like the Celtics are a better team, and they have the better – they have more talent. Deeper from one to five, and by that I mean starting lineup. Right. And it yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how good your bench is when the starters are doing what they're doing. All right. Do we just go ahead? Should we just skip the rest of this and do a heat preview? <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I can't listen. I hope that's that was. Hope, those would be the ultimate. My ultimate troll jobs at NBC, Jimmy. When the Patriots would start the playoffs, <laughs> we would immediately do a Super Bowl preview in the first round. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we would skip all three opponents. We did it one time wholeheartedly, and we did a Pat Seahawks preview because you knew that they were going to skip all the way through. The Celtics' yeah. path isn't certain, but at this point, I mean, I don't have any clue what Toronto does coming back like Bobby you're the professor I mean I it's if it's a chess move sort of game I don't know what moves they have they just and really this came down to it you know something shot great in, in the game one you knew if they didn't have as good a shoot but they shot horribly they were 30 something percent through three quarters you know and mm-hmm. Toronto was shooting better so I mean I, I are we really looking at a Toronto has to shoot 55 percent from the floor and the Celtics have to be ice cold and that's the only way they win a game I, I I'm, I'm trying to figure what else no it's not it's not cold shooting and we came out of game one saying oh it's a hot game for Boston it's a bad game for Toronto but this is who Boston is as a defense they cut off your three-point shooting yeah, yeah. and it's been it's been ultra low for Toronto so far, but I think it's indicative of how the Celtics are cutting off that line. You even see on that last Van Fleet play, he's always three, four steps behind the line, and he can't drill from there. He's got to be right on that three-point line. The only one I can think of is that Ibaka one. Like That's that's it, and it's, and it's again, not one that's that going to flip a game. That seemed obvious heading into this game, and I'm very surprised uh, that it didn't Yeah, happen. and you drop this one, and all of a sudden they're in a much tougher spot to win the series from. 
the Celtics didn't play great today at all, and I think we have to highlight that awful. more. Yeah, they they played horrific outside of Tatum, Smart, and a late burst from Walker. They come out of this one with a few bumps and bruises. So maybe that's something that Toronto can continue to chip away at if Kemba keeps struggling. But they got everything to go their way today, including the calls. That was a huge break on the smart out-of-bounds play late. I didn't like the reversal on the smart foul that gave Toronto an extra point. And overall, I thought the second half, they got a good amount of free throws after the zero in the first the half. Smart one, even though I think it was the right call. Yeah, see, that's what Joe yeah. is saying about what Jason I don't like said. the replays. I, He's I don't. complaining about calls, and it's like, yo, you went to the free throw line 14 times. Yeah. This is the night yeah. you should just give it a rest and, and maybe <laughs> Yeah, yeah. that's what No, I mean. the first half was, yeah. That's, he did it. He also played a ton. We talked about, you know, one of the reasons I think they can withstand Hayward is because it, it's not the minutes and the shots aren't going to Ojale or Lankford. They're just being distributed between Smart, Hayward, and Brown, and so are the minutes, so to speak. I mean, Hayward, 42 minutes tonight. That's yeah. a ton. You know, he was, in, he was in in that second half, I felt like, the whole time. Um, so I, I, I'm wondering how Tatum. Tatum. Yeah. Yep, Tatum set up smart on quite a few of those threes to start the fourth quarter. He's yep. rotating in with the bench. Semi, Grant, Wanamaker, all bad in this game. Garbage from the I, I don't even remember and, Wanamaker doing a thing. And you know why? No. Why? Because Tatum's in there with them and just does everything. Yeah. So, like, the bench rotations don't even matter. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's such a great point, John. Like, they just rotate Tatum in all games. So the he rotation the whole time. And you're right. When he was out with that lineup, it was just the Tatum show. But you're right. Wanamaker, did, Wanamaker didn't have a field goal attempt, okay? Grant Williams had two. Semi had three. And Rob Williams had five all in the first quarter. The second half was all starters pretty much so this is this is steven's tightening it up like we want to see yes and you had to in this game because you couldn't play around with it i was even saying like there's a lot of grant williams minutes here but you had to do something because you're right not a lot of there wasn't a lot uh being given out there you really you really i'm gonna look the the minutes across the board 42 38 for kemba 39 for smart 36 for jalen i mean they went wire to wire for this one pretty much the only reason grant got so much you know? Yeah. I Grant only got so much of the fouls. Yep. Grant, Grant did not – I wasn't impressed with Grant, at least on the defensive end, but I'm not going to harp no. on him today. But listen, the Celtics, they can afford to go deep minutes-wise with these guys like Tatum and Brown and Smart because they're not the old big three that the Celtics fans are used to when exactly. Doc Rivers had to manage minutes from 35-year-olds. You know, these guys are 22, 21, right. 23 – they can go 40 and they can they can be fine. So put them the hell out there and let them do their thing. I'm totally fine with them playing 40. It's, you know, that, that's you don't what they do should be doing that. You don't want to do it every – that's the thing is you no, want to well, have no, – yeah, But, you, but John, you had to do it tonight. Yeah. You had to do it tonight. And they did. Game one, you didn't have Ideally, sure. Ideally, yeah. When Hayward went down, I was like, this isn't going to affect the Celtics in this series. This is for the next series because you're going to have to ask these starters to start – adding up more of their minutes, 38, 36, 37, you know, 40 plus. Right. That's going to be the norm in this series because you need those guys to bridge the gap between the second unit and the first. You need Tatum to mix it in with those guys in that in that second unit. And that's exactly what we're seeing. And again, to you know, to Jimmy's point, these guys are young enough and also they're experienced enough. Right. They know what happened last year. They know that winning the first game doesn't mean anything because they lost four in a row against the Bucks. They know that they were you know a quarter away from the NBA Finals. You know, yeah, they bucked the trend five and zero to six and zero. It goes along. Yeah, we don't have to hear about that anymore. Right. All that experience. 
What's amazing, again, it's 6-0 and with probably three crap games, you know? Maybe, you know, three and a half. It's, you know. Well, this is, this, is, this is the difference between last year and this year. To, I just said I hate that, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> uh, defense. The defense sucked oh, last year. That. Yeah. This year, it's phenomenal. And that's what That'll Steve was talking about. When yeah, it'll always like help you grind out a game. Yeah. And exactly. they're always great defensively, no matter who's in there. I talk about the three crap bench players. They at least give you good defense. Right. All three of them. So this no one. matter who they have out there, there's always – and that's why, like, this Gasol smart – the Celtics don't have any matchup issues. They try to go at Kemba in this one. It, it worked a few times, but it's not a game plan worthy matchup. Like it's not Isaiah. We've been saying that. I mean, when you can comfortably put your six four guard on their six nine best player and call that a matchup that you think <laughs> you're okay with, obviously you're 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 not super worried about matchups there. You know, and and that that's that's where they are right now. It's that they're chess pieces. This was a classic. Right, Tatum and defense sort of game gets you through when everything else isn't going well. Let's switch gears a little bit because we did mention Hayward. We got a less than um, less than uh, encouraging update from Brad talking about him earlier this week, saying um, his gate is. I think he said gate is still off. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, talking to everybody, we talked. To, we talked There's to no Doctor Jess Flynn as well about it. Just, I think the four weeks was optimistic. I knew it. Um, and, you know, certainly for a grade three ankle sprain, it's probably on the very early side. I think we're looking at six weeks or not at all for Hayward. And I think people just have to start accepting that reality that that, that white knight's not walking through the door to say to, to for the conference finals or final. I don't, I don't know that it happens at all at this point. Well, there's Downer John. He's back, everybody. That's what yeah. I thought. Wah, wah. I mean, let's be real. What I mean, finally, realistically. No, I mean, we're rushing. Why rush him into this? It's not rushing. You, you've really got. It's like, can you meet us at least? You know, late in the first round, late in the conference finals, if they get there, and I don't think that's going to happen either. Yeah, I just well, he's coming back, isn't that's he? That's it, probably man. a little optimistic. He's coming to the bubble, but the general vibe was he's not. He's not a guy who's working his way back into getting on the court right now. He's still in the extremely early stages of of, what you're saying. Yeah. of of his development. He's still not walking right. There's no way a guy who isn't walking correctly is going to play playoff. Is that what Gate is? Is that Joe Wade did the Google? <laughs> yeah, I had to Google that. Was that was that the only one? I've never heard the word Gate before. Right. Well, you know, you're talking about like, all right, all right. So that's definitely a negative. I still development. don't know, and I didn't Google it. Yeah, he, I think I, he literally I think the, can't, he can't go to the refrigerator right now without limping. Okay, he's not playing playoff basketball. Oh, and it looked bad. It did okay. when he when he walked off the court. It he looked very it. Like, bad. Ah, you know, yeah, yeah. But it's a and, shame. And, and don't forget too when he is you know cleared for for practice or cleared to, for contact. It's not like he's going to go in there and play 25, 30 minutes right off the bat. They're yeah. going to work him in slowly. He's going to play eight minutes or twelve minutes, and he may even throw the team off. So listen. By then, you're at such a consequential stage. Out of mind right now. Let's just let Gordon Hayward do Gordon Hayward's thing. And if he's back, great. If you're the Celtics, you're going to war with who you have on the team right now. They've shown so far that they haven't needed Gordon Hayward, right, so far. So just keep it that way. Listen, when you talk about whoever they play next, let's assume that they do advance. And I don't want to jinx anything. If they, if they do advance, it's the Bucks or the Heat. You can't Have tell me that, fact, it, Jimmy. Just say that they're going to advance. They're going to. You, <laughs> you need to do it. That, you can't tell me that this Celtics roster without Gordon Hayward isn't good enough to beat the Heat. 
I know the Heat are tough, but they can still go head to head. Oh come on, wait! You're gonna call not call this series over, but you're saying the Heat are moving on? No, no, no. I'm just saying, I I, I think the Bucks might be might be more difficult. They might but be, that, but I think the Heat can beat the Bucks. So it's that's they, like, they can. Kind of I think that series is almost certainly going the distance. And I was obviously wrong about this one. Miami came out yeah, and took a statement means, in that game. Yeah, predictions, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the tougher matchup. It's our resident, resident Barkley here. Who said sweep <laughs> in round one? 4-0. Four, four, oh. yeah. I got that well, one, so I'll be 1-1. One one. <laughs> yeah, you will be 1-1. One one. Yeah. You definitely uh, got this one wrong. What else, we got? what else we got for this one? I like We got a lot of people in the room, so let's keep going. What else you guys are, like? I mean, what are some people chiming in with the co- some comments? They I mean, are, are but it's a lot it sounds of like stuff. Nick Nurse is complaining about something. Is that true? Is he? I don't know. A, 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 missed, a missed call. I, I saw somebody shoot, shoot up the uh, message oh, on YouTube. I don't know. Let's check yeah, it I out. Think, do you guys think that the Miami Heat are a tougher opponent? I feel like they are compared to the Bucks. I don't know. I just no. don't believe in the Bucks anymore. Like, you don't believe it. They went down one nothing. Yeah, Come on. Before that, before, I didn't like their chances against this team. It's just too many things. Like who? Same things I said about the Raptors. I say about the Heat. They're a tough team. They're deep. They're big. They're strong. But then the Celtics go in and dismantle the the Raptors in the first two games. So now I'm not so sure. I would love to see Celtics Heat because I think Jimmy Butler is just like a fun guy to play against, and I think a lot of like Celtics fans and. I Him think there'd be a lot of animosity there. Yeah, exactly. I think that would be a lot of fun. And the Bucks, man, they, they're good, but they they just bore me. I don't want to watch. I don't want to. Wait, did it? Isn't that what Joe Sway said? No, yeah, Jimmy and I. Jimmy and I, Jimmy and I, I are with the Raptors. No, he said the Raptors bored him. <laughs> Jimmy oh, and I all right. Are, so the two, and I are the two top teams in the East. Yeah, Gian, yeah. Giannis is a. Oh, I always fall asleep when he's playing. Yeah, that's. I'm that's not a great Giannis fan. I think he's boring. Yeah, I don't like it either. Yeah, you said that before, though. That's true. I, I, I strongly disagree. Take a he's pause good. here. I'm gonna, guys, I'm going to gonna play the Nick Nurse comment, okay? All right, let's hear it. Well, I just see him as unfortunate, Doug, to be honest with you. I mean, I think uh, I think Smart filed the shit out of him on the one. So there, there's one There's one for you. And then uh, we're... Anyone hear that? Did you hear it? Yeah, yep. I, I couldn't. He said, I think it was I a foul, foul. He said smart, foul, Jimmy. I know you couldn't hear it. He said smart. I think smarts fouled the shit out of him. Uh, talking about Siakam drive in the fourth, he, so he's complaining about the officiating. Yeah, you know what? That's, that's <laughs> I mean, mark, they got the out of bounds That's the mark of a losing team that's in panic mode, starting reach, starting to reach, starting to you know look for excuses. There's a little you know, more. I, not the reason. I'm going to find you. Right. I'm going to find you another one. Yeah. Shout out to Fred Hoiberg for real. Yeah, he's yeah, uh, like definitely he's, he's the coach of the year. Doesn't like being out coached, I guess. Uh, got another one. You guys keep talking. I'm going to bring you another soundbite too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know if we're so that's the play where he was going out of bounds, and they did the whole replay on the out of bounds call, right? Yeah, so Bobby, yeah. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby thought he the books. Chris Middleton goes off, and they still lost. Like. That's been the biggest question. If he can be consistent in the playoffs, it gives you a huge game, and you couldn't make, get a win out of that. Yeah. I don't know about the Bucks, well, man. I don't know. Here's, here's some more Nick Nurse. Okay. The only frustrating part about him is this: is he shoots 14 free throws, which is as much as our whole team shoots. That's the frustrating part. I mean, I think our guys were working hard on him, and we were doing a pretty good job. He was play, he, he did make some good shots. They were obviously getting him the ball a lot, getting him in space. We could have we could have helped a little bit better here and there, um, but they, they took very good care of him tonight. 
That's talking about Jason Tatum. He, Jason, they took good care of Jason Tatum. He shot 14 free throws. Nick Nurse is upset. Wow. <laughs> Have you ever heard Steven do that? Wow. wow. Nick Nurse is the third time. Are you kidding me? I Look, and again, trying to look at this in a totally non-homery way. Yeah, Tatum gets calls. Tatum also not gets calls. He went to the hole. He got hit a bunch. I don't know. I mean, it, that didn't stand out to me as like a, wow, Tatum – got all the calls sort of thing. I just felt like that's what was happening. But I don't know. I mean, I guess Celtics have been on the res- on the losing end of a lot of free throw battles You in the past. Not this team, but a lot of Celtics teams because of the style of play. Teams that only shot from the perimeter and this and that. But you attack the basket, you're going to get fouls called. And, I mean, Tatum was very aggressive uh, tonight. And most of that stuff was right around the basket. Nick Nurse should watch the film because – his team wasn't even nearly close to the aggressiveness that they needed to have in the first half when they took zero free throws, not because they never mm-hmm. got fouled, because they weren't aggressive. They weren't going to the rim. They weren't doing what they needed to do to get to the line. So don't go crying about calls on the other end when you guys could get the same calls if you actually did the freaking homework <laughs> and drop to love- the rim. I love it. I drink this guy's tears right now. This is terrific. I, mean, what, I want I want more of it. This, 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 is, this is classic panic mode. This is classic what you do. You start playing the blame game. You know, it's in everyone's fault but your own team. You know what? Brad Stevens, he doesn't he doesn't have post game post game comments like that really. I mean, that I can remember where he's going after the refs or he's taking slights at other teams' players. Nick, and- Nick Nurse is in a dark place right now, okay? <laughs> Am I wrong? They, they got a good <laughs> whistle in this one. Nick Nurse has left the bubble. We're gonna get Nick to Nurse is in a really – I think the lasting image uh, is going to be from first quarter <laughs> of game Nick, one. Nick Nurse. Oh, yeah, the classic. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy, yeah. All right, I'll say this, Joe Sway. Maybe Nick Nurse was complaining to the refs on the final play of the game where he forgot to call a timeout and drop a play for his own team to potentially tie the game. I mean, uh, clearly this guy's, this guy's Sway, back me, in Toronto. Let me bring it back to the Bucks because we're laughing at Nick Nurse today. If we see the Bucks in the East Finals, We'll be doing the Nick Nurse on at least one of those shows. I mean, Giannis will get about 20, 24 free throws a night. That's true. That's the thing. And, again, that's why it's like, right, with both Giannis and then Harden, you know, just – but specifically Giannis, he's almost – he's. it's almost impossible not to foul him, you know, because – I mean, that's why I don't – I think Jimmy and I are on the same page with this Giannis thing. It's not that he's not amazing. He's amazing. But it's just he can simply Eurostep around you when you have position and force you to make contact with him in a way that you're going to draw the foul. He's just too long. He starts to move, and you can't stay in front of him because he can step around anybody. And so he's going to get contact every time he goes to the basket. It almost – it feels boring because the outcome is already – Exactly. You know, it's boring. It's boring because you're like – it's, it's gonna. It, it really feels like a dad playing with little kids. It's was LeBron. Shaq boring? I don't think LeBron was boring. Take well, away LeBron, the jump shot. LeBron didn't feel the same. Jimmy, back no, me up. No, I was gonna say it's just not the. It's just not the way basketball was intended to be played. It's not really a knock on Giannis. That's just he's he's the Greek freak for a reason, right? But listen, people love Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, those guys because that's how basketball was like Stylish. invented yeah. to be exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's finesse over power. It's like LeBron versus Michael. Same thing. Like, They're both entertaining. Yeah. 
I, well, maybe again, it's subjective, but like Kobe was artistic, you know, and and like right. there was so much degree of difficulty to what he did. Where Giannis, guy. Giannis looks it's like a bully. But it's not that. It's almost like watching baseball and watching a guy who's got a 150-mile-an-hour fastball. He's going to strike everybody out, and it's going to be boring as shit. It doesn't mean he's not amazing. And, like, it's amazing that he throws 150 miles an hour. It's just boring. Uh, and I, I, that's what Jimmy and I are kind of like with Giannis. It's like, yeah, he's going to just walk to the basket and score, you know? Well, I got you. I just like to see the Celtics take down, you know, like the whole David and Goliath situation. You know, like that, that, was, that was who LeBron was for so many years, right, for the Celtics. And then now it's Giannis. And then – I mean, yeah, it was only one playoff series last year, but it feels like there's always that guy in the yeah. Celtics' way. And I would love to see the Celtics take that guy out on the stage, you know, and get okay, to the final. I would have still done – I stand by the Olenek pick, though. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up for him. Draft Olenek. You got your guy. You got you your got guy. Olenek needs to drop 30 in one of these games just to say, hey, hey. I was working. Getting- we're getting Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook as a test in the first round out west. We're getting the Olenek Giannis series right now to decide that. Uh, yeah, it's, if Olenek does anything, it's gonna be it's gonna be cripple Giannis in this series. That's- <laughs> <laughs> don't sleep on a hey, don't sleep on a Celtics Heat like budding rivalry if the two get to that in the Eastern Conference because those are two teams that are kind of lined up for success here. And I'm telling you, Jimmy Butler is like he he he's one of those players that can really get under your skin, and I think a lot of fans would like he's, he's kind of like Dwayne Wade you know I'll make the comparison because they're both heat players where like a lot of Celtics fans could not stand Dwayne Wade he was sneaky dirty he was mm. so so good you know he'd kill you I you like know, that comparison out there and, and Jimmy Butler's kind of that similar player he's kind of like a hard-ass tough guy get up in your face and I think that would be a fun series and the Bucks just put me to sleep they just put me to sleep I'll say it I, I don't you know Miami's depth is the real deal. I don't know about Milwaukee's. All the numbers say they're great. Their bench is phenomenal when they're off the court. It's a Toronto-like thing. I look at those guys and I say, Eric Bledsoe, who's actually hurt right now. George Hill's phenomenal. He's killed the Celtics in the past. Uh, And then you got like a Marvin Williams. Middleton shoots 87% against the Celtics. I was watching that game yesterday. Again, I don't even think he hit the rim. Everything was just splash. Yeah. It looked, like, so underrated. it looked like he couldn't miss if he took a thousand shots yesterday. Yeah, but Miami the Celtics by touch. I mean, that can really, really crush the Celtics. You know, obviously the fast break play as well. The Celtics, they're they're good in, in guarding and, and defending in transition. But once the three pointers start flying, that's when the floor really opens up. And you look at what Duncan Robinson. I mean, man, these guys can shoot. Jay Crowd is another one. Olenek can get going, of course. They they're damn phenomenal. That can shoot threes, but also someone like Duncan Robinson, if he gets going, he can send you home. Almost, almost as good as Marcus Smart did tonight, right? Almost. <laughs> well, I guess we're previewing. I guess we're previewing the next series. Look what she did. That's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> I know, I well, I, I'm, I'm keeping this going. There's a lot of people watching right now, so I kind of, I kind of like it. But um, I, what do we got I, for numbers? Uh, there's 650 right now live in the, okay, in the what up? What up, just, on, just on YouTube. That's Appreciate not counting it, totally. all the spots. So there's people out there. I, I, you know, I, I don't know a what else. Listen, a lot of people are just hyped up after a game. I think there's a lot of Celtics fans who maybe have thought the Celtics were this good, but you know, they're Celtics fans. And maybe a lot of the experts who had the Raptors in this series. Well, let me, this, let me ask you guys this. What, what do we say if Toronto wins this tonight? They just scrap it out by a hair by one point. You mean, I already told you what I would say. I already told you what I would say. I would say the Celtics played like crap and still could have won this game, and I still like them in the series. 
And they and they almost tried to give the Raptors the game tonight, and they, the Raptors didn't take it. To me, the Raptors are done. This is how I felt after Game One, Celtics Sixers. I had a hard hat on. For this is, my, this is my, my hard hat. This is my this is my series over hard hat. I only wear it when the Celtics are going to win the series, and they I put it on tonight because. I saw. I enough. think you're right. I saw enough. I think you're right. I think you're right that the series is over. I don't think the series is done being close. I, I said when game one was done, that was the last blood of the series. Yeah. The Celtics are gonna have to earn two more wins, and this will definitely still go six, I believe, at least. Wait, you backing up? I'm not. You backing? How about this? your next appearance on the show could be game six? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I promise. I'm just saying, how easily could Toronto have won this? And we're talking about 1-1. One, one. Okay. Easily. It, that's the whole point. It wasn't easy for them. They scrapped and they scrapped and they clawed their way to a loss. They did everything they could to win this game. <laughs> and they still lost. That's the whole – that's what I get out of this game. Is the Celtics played like dog shit. Kemba Walker was horrific for three and a half quarters. Jason Tatum did everything. And then Marcus Smart was unconscious for about five minutes. That's why the Celtics won this game. Yeah. That's Jeremy, all I, I think, had to do. Jeremy, I think this is about your hat. Smart might be able to keep it going, too. <laughs> I actually, well, I am a stripper, too. If you stick around long enough, you might, you might get lucky. Everything is tear away for Jimmy right now. All right, I'm head up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all tear away. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very easily. Yeah. Tweet it out. Tweet it out. 800 for I mean, Jimmy. Hey, I'll, I might have a couple in me on Thursday night. If the Celtics win that one, stick around. We'll see what uh, I might start the show shirtless. I expect you coming here with a couple in you each time. Any, it, that's like that's the that you're that's prescribed. All right, what Jimmy, let's do it. A, a couple will have to go down the hatch late because it's going to go right down the wire again. We're, we're out of gas. We're talking about Bobby's Jimmy's. Bobby's praying for a Raptors win. I want everyone to know that. Bobby is praying for a Raptors win. We're talking about Jimmy Stein. You know what they're going to do to Toronto if they if they lose in four or five here? They're going to go, oh, they were frauds. Oh, they were. They'll literally do nothing because basketball barely exists up there, and they're just going to go talk about No, 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 no. Definitely not the Toronto people, but around the country. They've been waiting to call this team frauds. And you know what? For two games, they're right. We'll see what happens in game three. All right. We'll see what happens. Wait, we're gonna... real quick. While we got people. We got Denver, uh, Denver, Utah tonight, game seven. I mean, what, what's your prediction, Bob, Mr. Basketball Brain? Utah's done. Utah's done. done. Agreed. Utah, Utah's done. Jamal Murray's a After bad what your, You think so? Man. It's hard not to root for him. It's, Go back, can't pick up that screen and step oh, back. Don't He's been exposed. Mitchell, no, I, I Mitchell's been great. I, I can't I, not root for Murray right now. Whether or not I think they're going to win, I want—I I, want to see it. I'm just—it feels like there's something special going on there. I know Mitchell's been out of his mind too. Um, Gobert can, whatever. Gobert's been awful. He's a big reason they're losing this series I, Gobert, right now. He's not to be on that team next year. Everything like that—it drives me crazy. It, uh, I've never been a Gobert guy. Daniel Tice, better. You don't like Gobert. You don't. You don't like. You don't like big men who get overrated. Yeah, and I think Gobert could be a, as much a liability. It doesn't matter, but um, yeah, we'll see what happens in that game. Uh, but we'll, the three of us will be back for game three. We'll see Bobby for game six, um, and uh, and we'll see what happens. What time? What do we? What do we have for the next game start time? I don't know if they've announced it yet. Uh, six no, it's, uh, it's six thirty. Six thirty. Six thirty on Thursday. They haven't announced game four yet. If there, if there will be a game four. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Three, right? 
I, I, Celtics in three was my prediction. All right. Nick Nurse has left the bubble after game three. He will not be coaching game four. He's just going to walk home like this. <laughs> the whole way home. Poor Nick Nurse, man. Poor Nick Nurse. He's still crying in his cereal. Uh, I'll tell now. you, if this goes to 3 L, I might need a night off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for that. Oh yeah, you'll you'll take the Like I said, if it goes to 3 L, we'll just play we'll just play, like Replay. press play on the back half of this show. No, we let's start the fourth quarter. Let's do it. Yeah. We got to do All it right. one of the games. I I think we I think we're out of gas. So for everybody Closing, who, thought, closing thoughts? Uh, I mean, we've kind of said them all, but I mean, all right. One more. Anything else going on under the helmet? <laughs> yeah, what else you got? What, my closing thought is just rest in peace, Raptors. That's my closing thought. Thanks, oh, Faye. They, they did the – listen, it's hard to defend a title. for. It's hard to defend a title no matter what. It's even harder to do it in the middle of a pandemic. So good on them for trying, but they're out. All right, Bobby, closing thought. Would the Raptors have done it without the bubble? I don't know. They did. I don't know where they go from here. I said it all show. They spared almost all the adjustments you could think of in this one. Getting out harder, uh, getting it to the corners, getting it to Gasol on the roll, using Siaka more on Kemba. They did it all. It still didn't go well for them. And their closing effort was a disaster. And I don't know how that's going to get any better. The Siakam game, does it – Translate a win, maybe, maybe not, but I'm predicting, I don't know, 25, 26 out of Siakam. I just think that's the next option for these guys, and then you go from there. Get him going. Uh, you want some more of that Fred Van Fleet you saw, you know, in the first quarter. Fred Van Fleet. The, the best you can to maximize that, and, of course, what we saw in the second unit, you know. Yeah. OG. Nick Nurse wants oh, free throws. Oh, unit, but OG helping that second unit out. Yeah, um, I, mean, yeah I think you'll see, you might see another nail butter in game three, though. I yeah, I, for me, it's for me, it's don't get cocky. Um, <laughs> don't no, me, we, we can get cocky, but I'm saying don't. Sure. They've played through stretches of this game like they kind of figured I could play, you know, we I could play like shit and we'll make up for it. You don't want to go yeah. through another game of it because you're just inviting the possibility of losing. I think it's a it's a foot on the gas sort of scenario. You know, sure. this is to me, this is a this is a you know, finish him sort of you know uh, yep. moment, which is don't let him up. Uh, if you're going to play one great game, I mean, you already played a great one in game one. Make make game three your best game of the series, and that's it. Come out like come out like you're you're like like it's game seven. And if they do that again, yep. I just don't I don't see it. You know, but again, this is obviously this is it. Toronto's last stand. So we'll see what happens. Um, all right. We'll wrap it up. Thank you, everybody. There's a lot of action in here. We like it. Um, we'll be back for game three. I think the whole cast, uh, maybe we'll add some more. Josue Pavone from heavy.com. Jimmy Toscano, uh, Bobby Manning, Celtics blog, CLNS media. Thanks for watching. We'll see you guys on Thursday.